Hear that? It's the call of the Crave. And when the Crave calls, you know what to do. Try the $5 Bacon Bundle, because the only thing better than a White Castle slider is a White Castle slider topped with crispy hickory smoked bacon. So pick any two of either the Bacon Cheese Slider, 1921 Bacon Cheese Slider, or Chicken Bacon Ranch Slider, and also get a small fry for just $5 with the $5 Bacon Bundle. White Castle. Follow your crave. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Does anyone know how to deliver a baby? I'm not going to get it. I'm so sorry to wherever she's from. Like, I was half laughing, but then also I was laughing because I can't do the accent. Oh, damn. (laughs) Does anyone know how to deliver a baby? Okay. Here's a different Okay. Um, You know, fun. Like, ha, 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 ha. No, sorry. I'm really bad at accents. Okay, so you're trying to do an accent and it's not. Can you tell me what country the accent is? No. Okay. Does anyone know how to deliver a baby? Let me see if there's another one I can think of from the movie. I don't know why my first thought was cool. You know, there's just no way that I'm going to do another quote from that movie without it having to require an accent. I think you should just do do it terribly. No, just do your best. Just do your personal best on the accent. No. (laughs) So. (laughs) It was Spice Worlds. Whatever. Oh, what? I'm just going to give that one up to the wind because I demolished it. But okay. I tried. I did see that, but I haven't seen it in like 16. I mean, who could blame you? It was, <laughs> that was awful. Um, <laughs> so, hi, we're back. I am Victoria Beckham. And I am Natasha Rothwell. And this is The Read. Um, was she your favorite Spice? What was her name? Not fancy. Posh. 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 Um... No, Scary Spice was my favorite because she was black. Yeah. <laughs> Me also. Like, it was the only reason. And she wore, like, leopard print. She had that big, big hair. And then she had, like, those little twists that she did up in the front. Oh, yeah, like she did. Like, and then she had that accent. So she was always my favorite one. And I liked the little redhead one, too. Ginger. The Ginger. one who laughed. And then she eventually did, like, Playboy or something. Whoa, like did she really? Yeah, I remember, like, she did, like... Oh, shit, baby. A nude spread or something once. Baby Spice. No, Playboy. Ginger Spice. Oh. oh, I thought her name was... G- I thought... Baby was blonde. Ginger oh. was the right Okay, never. Fuck it. I don't know who's who. Baby Spice oh. is the one who wore them platforms all the time, and she had a yes. bunch of stuffed animals. She made me uncomfortable, even as a child. Sweetie, uh, you're a grown woman. <laughs> Emma. Huh, look at that. Okay. There was just something very childlike, and then also, like, overly sexualized about that character mm, that was yeah. weird to me, even in, like, 
fifth grade. In hindsight, I see exactly what you mean. I don't think I was thinking about it like that back then, though. I was just like, sweet ma'am. This is you, gross. You're a girl You're behaving lady. younger than I am. I'm in fifth grade, and you're much older this than me. This isn't. Yeah, this is, I'm uncomfortable. Anyway, so, black, oh, yeah, so we're early this week because things, you know, whatever, we were late last week due to complications. Um, we're early this week due to complications. So some of us have famous things to go do. So, you know, we put out the show a little early this week. It's fine. It's fine. What's black excellence this week, friend? You're so <laughs> bad <laughs> at this entire thing. <laughs> you just are. You just, you know, popping and doing popping things. What's the problem? What is wrong with you? What? Anyway, so Black Excellence, um, Amanda Foster, the first black British woman to become a stunt double. Oh, yes, yes, yes. 1997 is when she registered, I believe. So it's been 20 years that she's been a popping real-life anime character. So let me tell you about Amanda. Amanda is, like I said, first black British woman to be a stunt double. She uh, mastered six disciplines in six years that include uh, martial arts, gymnastics, motorcycle racing, and a whole bunch of other fancy stuff. Horse racing, I think. Horseback. I don't know. Something like that uh and all kinds of weapons including broadsword the quarter staff firearms she's a really great shot oh she's been a stunt double for beyonce and her pepsi commercial for whoopi goldberg and mm. what was it called a night in camelot i definitely didn't see that one i did but i think i saw it once and i think i saw it like back when mm. it came out maybe i don't know um Oh, and then Halle Berry for Die Another Day, which she won a stunt wow. double award for in 2003. Um, one of her most daring stunts, I believe, was like a 280-foot drop for some makeup advertisement. What? Uh, Why is makeup asking for all that? I don't know. It's you probably know, they Maybelline. Do, they love a dramatic-ass commercial. I don't know, but I saw the ad. I like I, I it. I I can't believe that someone asked. They're like, "Hey, girl, you know what? We should have a human being fling themselves <laughs> just off a building." Um, so shout out to her. Uh, she's performed in things such as the Da Vinci Code, Johnny English, and the Harry Potter series. Ooh, which you're getting to know. Yeah, I finished uh, Order of the Phoenix and then picked up Half Blood Prince immediately so and you're finished almost done. that also. You're around the way. Yeah, I haven't started Deathly Hallows yet because. I need a, a moment after yeah. half footprints. Like I think, yeah, I, a lot happened. Yeah, it might be a couple of weeks before I pick up the last one because that was just. I actually refuse to believe no. that it's real. I just well, won't do it. I'm not going to tell y'all what happens in case there's two other people in the world who don't make know. peace with it. But mm-mm. I actually won't accept that it's real. I'm sure in the sixth book it'll all be better. So I'm just not even going. Well, or the seventh, whatever it is. The point is, I will not accept what happened at the end of Half Blood Prince. Okay. I won't. I shall not. And that's sure. it. I just will not do it. Great story. Kind of looking forward to the movies. Great story. Ah, oh, fantastic films. What's sometimes. <laughs> Great films. Oh, it's too much. It's too um, many emotions. <laughs> so, yeah. Shout out to Amanda Foster for being a badass um, black and British woman mm-hmm. who... Basically, you shouldn't fuck with because she's got to know thousands of ways to murder you. <laughs> uh, all right. So this week in Hot Tops and the Prisoner of Azkaban. Hey, 
Hey, y'all, this podcast is brought to you by Squarespace. Finding a work-life balance can be tough, okay? If anybody knows, I know. But Squarespace gives you the tools to reach your goals and have time to celebrate. If you don't know, Squarespace is the all-in-one website platform for entrepreneurs to stand out and succeed online. You can use Squarespace to create a website, engage with your audience, and sell anything from products to your time, all in one place. With the new guided design Squarespace Blueprint, you can select from curated layout and styling options to create a personalized website that's optimized for every device and make checkout easy for customers with easy-to-use payment tools. You can accept credit cards, PayPal, Apple Pay, and in certain countries, you can give customers the chance to buy now and pay later with Afterpay and Clearpay. And with Squarespace AI, you can explain what your site is about, choose your tone, enter what you need, and get auto-generated text. Y'all know I love Squarespace. I used it to put our website together. This is 3.com. I've also used it on my personal website, crystal.com. And that is because, first of all, it's very easy to use if you ever need to update it. It's simple to log in, make whatever updates you can make or whatever you need to do without knowing any code or anything like that. And it helps me to just stay organized, do everything I need to do. Because you got to have a web presence, okay? It's 2024. You got to have a web pre- web presence. So head on over to squarespace.com for a free trial. And when you're ready to launch, go to squarespace.com slash three to save 10% off your first purchase of a website or domain. Let them know if you're in Crystal sent you. All right, let's get back to the show. Hey, y'all, listen, we all know that life is full of the yada, yada, yada. You know, sometimes you sign up for a contract one place and then in order to get out of it, you got to send a million letters and go up there in person. And it's just a bunch of blah, blah, blah. Like this could have been easier. Okay, we've all dealt with the yada, yada before when companies have those sneaky gotchas hiding deep in fine print or, you know, even bills that just seem to keep going up every month for no dang reason. Or when budget airlines promise a cheap fare, but then they charge you for every little thing until you might as well have just booked your ticket somewhere else. But it is possible to outsmart the yada yada, like triple checking airline deals and making sure everything you need is already included. So remember, you don't have to take the yada yada in life and you don't have to take it from your wireless provider. Metro by T-Mobile has no contracts, no credit checks, no surprises, and not a yada yada. So stop by one of the over 6,000 Metro stores nationwide to sign up today. Yes. References that I know. Um, first up, there. Uh, okay, let's talk about Sean Moss. Let's just get him out of the way. Uh, oh, God, okay. So, Bow Wow's child's mother that he went and dated Erica Mena for, and, and then I think he went back to her. I don't know. I vaguely remember that story. Don't you remember something kind about, of? like, because he was dating Erica Mena. Weren't they supposed to get married? Yeah, something like that. Yeah, and then they just... And then her and the baby mama hated each other, and then they broke up, and then he got back with the baby mama with the whole, I'm doing this for my family thing. Right, which is right. really okay. just means, like, you and that didn't work, so you're going back to who <laughs> to you know is Something take you already you know, right. right. <laughs> uh, well, she is now dating Future, allegedly. She spent a birthday with the nigga, um, and there were loads of... Snapchatties and IGs and all <laughs> kinds of moments with her cake and friends and Hennessy didn't see any lean, so that's a good thing. Um, and apparently, a brand new Rolex, uh, which the streets are saying came from the pockets of Future, Future's daddy. Um, okay. And so Bow Wow tweeted the following. 
Because he had to. Right, no. He couldn't just, just no. couldn't just let this girl have her birthday and let that be the end of it. Had your girl in the islands and you ain't even know it. Which this nigga is so annoying. White people that is uh a reference to a song by an artist named Rocco. Uh the song is called U N E No. That is the letter U N E N O. Right. I think it is actually all no, of the, yeah. That's it's that's literally the title spelled of the song. out like that. Yes, it is. Um the song features Rocco uh features future. Future and Rocco are not great friends at the moment. Uh, may never be ever again. Probably not. Uh, so I guess it's supposed to be a dig. And that um, fun fact: that's also the song that fe- that Rick Ross got into trouble for yeah. when he said, "I put a Molly in her champagne and, and she, she didn't know, didn't it. know it." And then yeah. it was like, "What? Right, wasn't that's that a remix rape? or something?" Right? I don't know. Something. Uh, yeah, that's when I first heard it with the Rick Ross rape line. Um. So he says that. Uh, but she kissing you with the same mouth. Never mind. Ha ha ha. Hashtag sucker. Here's the thing, like, oh God, Chad. So, like, first of all, she's with someone who is far more relevant, has to have way more money, um, mm-hmm. has to, and is allowed to date. You know, like she's <laughs> she's like, an adult woman. Both of them. Like, right. first of all, I don't even know why you're attacking him because he may not have ever even met you. He has no ties to you other than the fact that he also has a baby with another one of your exes. But that's neither here nor there. Right, right. The point is that he owes you nothing. Like, the person who you are, are affiliated with in this situation is her. Right. So while you're attacking him... For... It's confusing. Like, did you think that, like, she kissed you and was would never kiss again? <laughs> right. <laughs> right. Did she, like, swear a blood oath to you? Like, never again shall my mouth touch another nigga's lips. It's not... That's not how this goes. And she's... Nobody here's a virgin. It wasn't like <laughs> the first time y'all kissed was her first kiss either. What's the... I never understand that, when niggas do this. Do you think that Future assumed that her lips had, had never been touched? Or gave a damn. Future got a whole lineup of hoes that he's willing to impregnate at any time. Your girl is like, what, number seven, eight? That she don't... It's not even a thing. What were you attempting to accomplish here? He just wanted to remind everybody that he exists so everybody can roll their eyes and be like, all right, Shad. Let's just count down till you Photoshop yourself in front of somebody else's plane. Steal some of the rich niggas' pictures off Instagram. Like, I, I, Shad Moss has got to log off permanently. Like, just don't share nothing else online. Have you no shame? Yeah, I think I think it's kind of it's, it's a little clear at this point. There is no shame at all over there. I can't even imagine myself, especially with all of those eyes, <laughs> all of those eyes, with all six of those eyes <laughs> on me. <laughs> putting yourself yeah. in that position to like even look that way. You should be like, oh, oh, you live? Oh, well, that's nice. Good for you. Yeah. My new campaign is going to be try a little shame. Just, just try, a taste. Just a little bit of shame. It can honestly keep you from making some really ridiculous decisions. Speaking of baby mama drama, uh, Royalty Brown has a few adults in her life right now that are acting a fool. And glory I'm, be to God, Christopher Brown is not one of them. Well, you know what? Then I, mean, I am excited to hear this Why news. don't we just give God his wow. praise? Wow. Because it has been a shit week already. But the fact that Chris Brown is not fucking up. Nowhere near this. <laughs> I am proud. What a conqueror. I am. I feel genuine joy in my heart for Chris Brown. A right redeemer. 
My Won't God. he do it? Absolutely. Won't he will? Each and every. Yes, Lord. So, um, Royalty's mom, Nia Guzman, or Guzman, I don't know how you say it, uh, apparently is uh, the target of some fresh beef from an ex-friend. I don't know if her name is Shakur. I think her page is the only Shakur. Okay. Whatever. But she looks like uh, plenty of other L.A. girls. And uh, she recorded a, a, a diss freestyle <laughs> directed at Royalty's mom. Now, here's what happens. Apparently, this girl would babysit Royalty or Roro, as I guess her How cute is that? fam and friends call her, isn't it? Roro. Um, That's a good black-ass nickname. That is a good black-ass nickname. <laughs> yes. I love it. I do, too. Keep it to the and roots. And she has a sister named Zilla. Absolutely. So, I'm here for this. <laughs> um, so, she would watch the baby. Okay. Uh, for about a year, she says. For an entire year, she took care of Roro for free. Now, this is uh, an iOS press release straight from the source. Straight from notes. I'll spare you the bulk of it. But I will let you know that she's referring to royalty's mom as a drug-using, child-abusing, devil-worshipping Satan. What? Uh, <laughs> know that you can be a Satan, go that whatever. You know, um, apparently, Nia has been uh, saying foul things about this girl and her sister, according to the girl. Um, she alleges that Lea, uh, Nia practices brujeria roots in black magic. Oh, shit. <laughs> um, she says, you lied to my fam, Chris, about being pregnant with his child and hid the pregnancy the entire time from him just to secure the bag and collect child support. <laughs> but you couldn't even do that, right, ho? <laughs> oh, I love facts. <laughs> you spend both of your children's child support on yourself. All those lies and evil you speak on him, trying to destroy him and his credibility as a father. No one respects a bum-ass, disloyal cornball like you. Well, damn. Um, I don't give a fuck what attorney you're feeding your lies to. I got too much proof on you to prove otherwise. Uh, let's see which of these hashtags are my favorite because there's at least 20. Okay. But I rebuke <laughs> okay. you, Satan is one of mine. Yes. Um, a classic. Uh, I had some time today. Finish him, Mortal Kombat voice. But she put Mortal Kombat voice in parentheses, so it's not part of the hashtag. That's nitpicky. doesn't matter. Uh, I think we all would have got the finish him, even if you didn't have the parentheses. Yeah, I mean, I feel like I typically like a, yeah. finish him is like a... Everybody does it automatically in that voice. Like, you don't even play Mortal Kombat. Even me, you know? Right, even me. Uh, sewer rats, hashtag free Roro, and bitter, oh, bitter baby mama club and you big mad. <laughs> Damn. Bitter baby mama club. Also, uh, uh, what is it called in the end when you, when you, you don't win something, but you get not a consolation. Consolation person. prize? I don't know the uh, other thing. I don't know the end. Honorable mention. Oh, okay. To hashtag, hashtag kids are not a payroll whole severance. <laughs> First of all, kids absolutely can be a payroll if you play your fucking cards right. It should have been like kids should not be, but for many people they are. I mean, and I believe royalty would fall under that definition because Nia has to be getting a check, right? She has primary oh, custody. without 
I mean... Right, she's getting something from Chris. She has to be. Right, so... But he also said very early on that he, like, moved her out, got her a place. Yeah. You know, even when they weren't... I've never doubted Chris Brown being a good father or the best father he can be. Like, that I don't think has ever crossed my mind. I think because even from the beginning, he was doing so much and was always trying to get that baby and go take her to the Nickelodeon Awards or whatever the fuck. So he's always seemed... Super hands-on and involved. This young lady sounds like she has some information on Nia that I wouldn't have known otherwise. And if if she decides to log on to Instagram and let all that out, I'm not going to have a problem with that in the least. Like, I don't feel like you need to do it through freestyle. It um, you know, it was funny and it actually was terrible. Uh, but, you know, we can we can leave that as it is for now. Um, I mean, do we have screenshots of, like, text messages of you, like, lying on Chris? That's what I want. I want, like, proof of all the things you said about her. Exactly. No, what she does have is, like, she posted a bunch of pictures of her with the baby. Oh. (laughs) Her taking care of the baby. Well, I mean, girl, how dumb do you sound babysitting for Chris Brown's child for free? I mean. That sounds ridiculous. Unless you are blood related to that baby. And even then. I mean, well, I guess the mama was her friend. So I, I mean, she was watching bitch. the baby while she says, uh, quote, Nia was gallivanting around town being a social media mother. I mean, but you were the one watching her baby for free. You don't feel. Wh- try a little shame. Where's the shame in that? Don't you feel like this bitch is getting thousands of dollars every month from Chris Brown and she can't kick me $20 to keep her baby on Friday night while she go out stunting for the world? Like. I would feel dumb if I were you, girl. I would. She probably does. I mean, and maybe that's that probably how she's, makes the pain. Even she's worse. channeling that hurt, right? That betrayal. When you think about all the money you could have got, babysitting, and you know, that's why she put it into her rhymes. Keep. <laughs> that's why she she packed up all that hurt. She let yeah, it out in her music. She put it out. <laughs> oh, girl. Let this be a lesson to many of you rappers out there. Okay, put it in the music. I mean, I've babysat for free plenty of times, but them hoes was all broke. This is totally different. Right. Who does favors for rich people? Girl, <laughs> bye. Um, where should we go next? Uh, okay, so I should have started with this because it's actually, well, it's not good news. It started with hope and then it ended with... Oh, my God. <laughs> okay, despair. Someone at the New York Post wrote uh, an article that's titled Democrats Best Hope for 2020 Oprah. I guess it was like a weird way of discussing Oprah's uh, first episode on 60 Minutes. Okay, okay. Um, And that segment they did and then revisiting this whole Oprah possibly running in 2020. Right, which has come up, I think, probably since the 90s, the idea of Oprah running for president. This is not new at all. She's Oprah. Right. So, of course, it was like, you know, like, this is not an original thought that anybody has had. But also, like, let's all just slow down. If there was, like, if there was, like, a a seat that ran, like, the planet, there would be rumors that Oprah was there already or on her way. You know what I'm saying? Like, if we had had just one global monarch or some (laughs) shit, we'd be like, oh, Oprah's queen. Um so That's Oprah true. retweeted it and said, thanks for your vote of confidence, I guess, to the author. 
so then that restarted the whole thing and it was like yes oh my god Oprah is coming to save us all we've got to do is hold <laughs> out okay it's just going to be a few like three and a half more years of The Walking Dead and then and then oh god um until a rep for Oprah came forward and said girl she was just saying thanks I have got to <laughs> calm down can she not say thank you anymore? She was thanking the reporter. She's not running for office. You know, Oprah is one of those people where if she doesn't explicitly say it, people will run with it. Exactly. So the fact that she was like, thanks for saying something nice about me. <laughs> people are literally taking that as, bitch, she's filing the paperwork. Oprah 2020. Gail's the vice president. Like, like she about to set up headquarters somewhere and just start the campaign now. It's not happening. Why would Oprah want to be president when Why she could be Oprah? would Oprah want to be the fucking president when she could just be Oprah? When she could literally be like, fuck everything, clear my calendar for the next 10 years, I'm going to sit back and drink wine and enjoy my money, and nobody could stop her. Why would she want to sign up <laughs> to take care of all these ungrateful-ass people in this country? Why would you want to be bothered with America? Look at fucking America. Just take a moment to scroll through the headlines. <laughs> just, girl, just soak up just a just a, a a bit of oh no of what is really going on out here. There's, this country is garbage, man. Choosing to be responsible. For no that thanks. At this point, cleaning up a month's mess, worth mess. of mess. Honestly, not even taking into consideration all of the bullshit prior. Just everything that is going on That's right not now and has. Even. Been, that's not even taking into consideration how much mess you're going to have to undo by the time Donald Trump finally is out of office. That's not even taking it, which shouldn't take till 2020, Lord willing. I'm just saying. Like, by then, we're going to have to figure out how to get, like, grass bag. <laughs> <laughs> Simple things like We're all going to have to trees, go outside with, <laughs> with gas masks. Redomesticating animals. Nobody <laughs> has time. So clearing the rubble. It's gonna I mean, be like a job. If we could really expedite this process oh God. of just getting him out. Please. Now. But I mean But look at people are so people are so desperate that we are really like, yes, Oprah. Oprah please. <laughs> Celebrity don't care. It has no idea what she's doing as far as politics are concerned. Doesn't matter. And no obviously. Experience. If anything, Oprah would be one of these behind-the-scenes Shonda Rhimes, House of Cards moments where she's not sitting in right. office and she's living her life as Oprah, but she's absolutely pulling the strings backstage. She just can't do it I with fucking Donald Trump because Donald Trump, no, I mean, no, nobody. <laughs> no, like, nobody can—Donald Trump wakes up with, a, with, like, a new wiring every morning. Nobody knows what's going on That's over true. there. true. It is. It's, nobody. It's just— <laughs> And the rest of us are the ones who have to suffer. He for dedicated it. a golf trophy. <laughs> White people really elected this man <laughs> to the victims of these hurricanes. I know they was like, nigga, can you dedicate some supplies? <laughs> can we get some? Can you dedicate a fucking check? Are you fucking? Is this is this nigga for real? Like, can we get some medication over here, boy? What golf? The fact that you are, uh-uh, no, no, no. This is not about Donald Trump. This is about Oprah. So that's not happening, but at least we still have Oprah. Um, and Greenleaf or Haves and Queen Hab Sugar. Lots. Queen Sugar. Oh, God, yes. Um, yes, God, for Queen Sugar. Iyanla. So, you know. Which, if nothing else, Iyanla's good for a damn great laugh from deep down in your soul. And I am truly weary. <laughs> 
let me tell you who I can certainly count on besides Jesus. That Rihanna. episode with that nigga and all them baby dolls. When she had all them different... And he wanted to put them down so badly that she wouldn't let him. Like, he had to sit there and be uncomfortable oh, with 13 black cabbage patch dolls. Oh, so mammy titty. Like, she she really doesn't get her roses. We have to give them to her while oh, she's here. Yes. And I know many of y'all understand that she's problematic. I respect that. But it's funny. And so... Facts. Oh, well. Thank you, Iyanla. Um... Amber Rose had her slut walk this past weekend in the Los Angeles area. Really thought that was a Halloween party they were going to. I did too. Because she was dressed I'm like, like it's a little early. Like Supergirl. <laughs> For you to be Wonder Woman. Cousin that did not get enough attention <laughs> because Supergirl was so great. And is, she always heard, Why can't you be more like Kara? Was is that really her name? Yeah. Kara? Oh, okay. I know I don't be knowing. It's wild how regular as hell Amber Rose looks with hair. Yeah, isn't it? Like it just takes her it takes her all the way down. I don't get it. It's, it doesn't matter the color, no, the like the cut, style. The it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. I'm just so used to her being bald. And I think that she looks best that way. Every time she has a wig on, I'm just like, no. <laughs> Something about her facial features is just like, bitch, put literally no nothing around. Your face should be just on display. It is actually perfect all by itself. You should feel proud because most of us need a little decoration. Right, exactly. Typically women most who are like... Typically women who have like, who shave their head or whatever. And you're just like, bitch, that is your cut. It's because your face. Yes. But, exactly. But you can still wear. Longer hair. Most of these women I can think of, they can still wear longer hair and look fine. For some reason, when Amber Rose has a wig or something on. It takes her all. She just looks regular. She looks like a. A Walmart shopper with hair. I assume it's because I was introduced to her with no hair. There was never a phase where it was just like, oh, you can do this. Maybe. Maybe? Maybe I don't know. so. But, I mean, she just has a really spectacular face. She does. And yeah. she, it just looks best without all the extra around it. But she insists on doing this. And I also have never seen her in, like, a good wig. That's another thing. She's never in, like, a great wig. Yeah. A wig where you're like, okay, bitch, no, that's, well, not blended. Because she ain't got nothing to blend with. Right. But just a really expensive wig that. You know, has edges and everything. Yeah. <laughs> it's true. She doesn't, but certainly she can afford like at least one like going out wig. Yeah. I mean I like red carpet wig. I'm not mad at that. Like everybody switches up their hair all the time. So there's nothing wrong with that. It's just that I don't like I think I would be so grateful if I had a face that looked good with no hair. Because I just can't imagine how much time you save. Sa- thank stress. you. Like, you ain't got, oh God, wash day don't mean nothing to you. <laughs> you ain't got to worry about split ends. I'm certain that detangling. there are ta- moments where it gets in your way or on your nerves. You just don't feel like dealing with it. So the fact that you could just cut your hair off. Or that you just feel a- actually too hideous to go outside without hair of some sort. <laughs> like you actually feel too ugly to go outside without weave or braids or a wig or something. Like you're free from all of that. You literally could just go. Put a baby wipe on your head and leave. But she must get bored being bald all of the time, too. So maybe she's just like, girl. Is it boring being fine? <laughs> and all you have to do is just switch up your makeup. <laughs> somebody fine should tell me. I don't know. Do y'all get over it really fast? Oh, girl, please. Somebody shop. Whatever. Oh, they had their slut walk thing. She was out there looking like. Like she was babysitting. Uh, she was Captain Save-A-Ho. That was. 
Oh, what the cape said. so that's why his sign said, I'm a hoe. It said, I'm a hoe, too. Okay. And I feel like that additional word is quite important. It is. It is. Like, so, okay. All right. So, Amber Rose had her slut walk. <laughs> she had her slut walk, and she was out there, and it was a party. What's his name? 21 Savage. Mm-hmm. He looked like he... He looked like he was there so he wouldn't get fined. Like Amber was like, this is what we're doing for Slut Walk. I'm wearing this. You're wearing that. Let's go. Like holding his hand like she was guiding him like a kindergarten teacher. Like like he, she had orchestrated the entire thing and just inserted him into the story and there he was. Like he didn't, nothing about his face there made me feel like he was like down for the spirit of the Slut Walk and like, Yes, big feminist movement and all that. He literally looked like this is the woman I'm fucking, so I'm here. Yeah. So I just don't. I don't think that anybody I still don't even get that relationship. questions that. You know what I'm saying? I think that I, th- I think that <laughs> twenty one I mean, savage. I'm a hoe too. What? <laughs> and you know what? I don't even think that was his idea. <laughs> no. <laughs> so, none like, of that was his idea. None of it. He was told to show up. Right. And he showed up. Because this relationship benefits him from sexual standpoint and from a, yes. pu- a publicity standpoint. And a general health standpoint. Things are looking up for 21 The seconds. least that that nigga could do is go out there yeah. in, in whatever way they ask him to. But I just believe Amber w- wipes the crust out of his eyes in the morning. I want to hear from some of y'all about, like, um, um, some of y'all who go to the slut walk or have been maybe once or twice about the overall experience. Like... What do you what do you if, feel empowered there? What did you get from it um in terms of like the overall point? Because I'm not trying to say that it doesn't accomplish that. I've never been, so I can't right. you know speak on it. But I hope that it does. And I would like, you know, just some insights so I could be fair. Um what else do we have here? We could talk about the Real Housewives. Yeah, sure, let's do it. Okay. Eva Marcel Pigford. Oh god. I thought you was going to talk about Portia. Well, we'll get there. Oh, okay. Uh, We'll be appearing on the new season. It seems to be confirmed as she was photographed on the girls' trip that they do every season. I can't remember where it is that they've gone. Barcelona. Um... So I think they're actually in Barcelona right now or wrapping up or something like that. So there's a whole bunch of bullshit surrounding this. But, again, give me a moment. Uh... Eva's apparently dating a mayoral candidate in Atlanta. And we just had a a show out there this past weekend and asked the crowd how they feel about him. Can't remember his name. It doesn't really matter at this point. Um, And the only response I remember, first, there was like a lot of back and forth chatter. (laughs) So we couldn't really get one firm answer. But I remember saying none of it sounded good. Like the overall tone. It was it was a no. It wasn't welcoming. It was not welcoming. They weren't here for him, and they were not here for Eva representing Atlanta on a show either. Like, she's not one of us. One of them just said they don't go here. Right. Like, neither one of them. Wraps it right on up. They so, don't, we don't know them. Why are they here? I just hope that she, at the very least, don't get on my nerves. I think that Eva's going to be there. She's going to be pretty. She's going to say, like, a cute, little, a cute couple of one-liners and show up as, like, a friend of the show, and they're kind of just vetting her out for next season. So I, wonder, I don't think I'm a hate or... Hmm. Love her. I think she's going to be there and be cute. 
I've, I'm trying to decide who is going to be the first one to try to come at Eva just to say they did. And it's probably, probably going to be Kenya. Because Kenya. <laughs> Kenya does that to everybody. She, does, she did that to Kim Field. She does it to everyone. Ridiculous. Like, everyone. Huh. And Eva doesn't even really seem like the type of girl who is going to like walk in and just start saying some stuff to give other the other women reason to come mm-hmm. at her crazy right. so it probably would be, be someone kenya. going out of their way right. to do it and i can't think of anyone besides kenya right because if what well, i'm assuming eva's not gonna do the whole eva the diva attitude thing no, that we've seen I would from hope her not. before right. like, eva's grown I don't think, right, right and has like, children we grow up things change people mature so Fine, like absolutely giving you this. But she seems like the type who instead is just going to come in and be like, oh, hey, you know, to the girls I recognize, what's up? And mm-hmm. then otherwise pretty much mind your business and keep Play to the yourself. Room. Right. And Kenya's going to be so threatened just by the fact that you're more famous than she is, which, uh, yeah. Kenya gonna... was, Kenya's not going to allow herself to accept that. Yeah, no, that's what I'm saying. She's going to feel really self-conscious about it, kind of like with Kim Fields, where it's like somebody who's more recognizable than you is in the room, and they don't care about you. And try to you. downplay it the whole time. So now right. you're going to so start some shit with her for the express purpose of having her interact with you so you can talk about how you feel like you're just as good. When, maybe we'll be with when she's just sitting over wrong. there like, who cares, girl? I'm right. Or maybe, but Kenya... Like you said, she does this all the time. She has an established pattern of behavior, so I would not be shocked. Either way, I'm ready for this season. I mean, hurry up. November, shit. I mean, well, it's like a month now, so around the corner-ish. There were rumors that Kenya was leaving because, if you don't know Kenny Moore and Kim Zolciak, who was coming back, uh... They oh, fucking right, hate each right, other. Right. Like Brielle, Kim's daughter, wants to fight. Like they Brielle is Brielle still terrible? <laughs> I don't know. She I could not stand that child when she was on TV. Oh. Uh Lord, so bratty. So apparently, well, there are rumors that uh Kenya was pitching a fit over Kim going on the trip, and then maybe Kim pulled back, and between that and Kenya not wanting to have her new alleged husband uh, partner. Right. Not wanting, he doesn't want to be on camera, I guess, or he doesn't want to film. Well, she's trying to make it seem like she does not want to film. Like she doesn't want to, to sully her, her you know, <laughs> fairy tale marriage. You with, don't want to take what God has put together with reality TV, you know. Some things are sacred, Kiff Fury. <laughs> uh, so there were rumors that the producers had enough. She didn't give a fuck. And so she was going to be leaving. She posted a photo of herself in a very nice dress on her Instagram. And the photo says, a sitting queen. <laughs> a sitting queen never quits and cannot be removed from her throne. You're not a queen. This is reality TV. Like, right. Like, you're a throne? Sweetheart. And, and it's... <laughs> And it's an ensemble. Like, it's, like, more than one. Like, it's not even your show. Right. You're not the Lisa Vanderpump of this show. (laughs) You're certainly not getting paid the most because Nene's back on. Right. So, we can just go ahead and X that right There's no, like, what? It's a show. You weren't born into this. This isn't, you're not, you haven't. You weren't even here from the beginning. You can easily be fired like the rest of these hoes. If the show's canceled, that's it for Kenya Moore. So, What? I swear I don't understand that girl. She's so strange. She is. It's like she really thinks that she is 
somebody important. Like, I think she really believes that of herself. Like, she really thinks she is somebody. She's entertaining for a lot of different reasons. And her having a fan base and all that stuff makes sense. There's lots of way, way more obscure. I mean, that Cash Me Outside girl has fans. Right. There's a million Kenya Moores. That's what I'm saying. So, I mean, they're always good. Look at Hazley. I would rather watch the Twirl movie, whatever that weird shit is that she had them watch, that long-ass commercial. Oh, yeah. I would rather <laughs> watch a Kenya Moore production back-to-back. Uh, okay. Now, two of them, let's not be crazy. Then watch Hazel E. do anything. Both of these women are convinced they've glowed up and then you da 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 and all this stuff. And I can let you have that, but do you, like... My only thing is that you know we're watching a show but, right. about your life and that you're awful. Right. So, like, so. And that's literally why we're watching you. The both of you. Because you're terrible in your own ways. And after hiring it's all true. of these niggas to play your boyfriend, you are, you finally married and now you want to keep secrets? I don't trust you. Right. I mean, but I also, I just don't, I don't believe in your relationship. I don't believe in, in the sanctity of anything involved with your life. Like, this is what you do. You sell your life to Bravo for a check, and there's nothing wrong with that. But let's not get all full of ourselves acting like we are fucking royalty out here, because that is just not the case. You're not even the most important girl on this show. So, Not the most important, not the most successful, not the no, most... Not, not the prettiest. Not the richest. Not the smartest. Not... Well, Phaedra's not on the show anymore. Uh, it's true. Cause Phaedra's awful, but she was she a genius was not, about it. You can't say she's dumb. <laughs> so dumb she's not. Everybody around her's gone to prison but her. The bitch is not dumb. Certainly Cynthia is not dumber than Kenya. Cynthia okay, yes. No, Cynthia Bailey is not dumber than Kenya. Well, you well look at the way she handled that friendship with Nene Leaks. And Cynthia's friends with Kenya. Okay, well, listen. Look how hard we have to try to give Kenya okay, one superlative. <laughs> like, whatever <laughs> is the her, point. You have the best weave. Portia. Oh. Mm. But hell, looking like Portia, Portia might not be on the show no more, though. And, but that's also, well, okay. So, Portia. <laughs> I'm literally just seeing this, too. Best colored contacts of anyone on the cast. Uh, I don't think anybody else wears Only though. color, yeah. <laughs> like, maybe Ken Zolciak, but it oh doesn't matter. Oh, my God. Ugh, anyway, so Portia. Um, so Portia could be kicked off of the Real Housewives of Atlanta. Rumor has it that during this Barcelona trip, she tried to... Lord... Fist fight with Miss Marlo Hampton, who is also coming back around in the fold this season. Um, Doesn't that sound like a bad idea all by itself? Fist fight Marlo Hampton? I don't. Okay, so it says here that the ladies got into an argument and reading this on the shade room as usual, and Portia pointed an object in Marlo's face and Marlo snatched at it. Okay, so at that point, she lunged at Marlo or whatever, typical fist fighty whatever thing, and I guess we'll have to wait to watch the show to see what they go let us see happen. Right. Um, Who won the fight? That's what I want to know. I'm interested. I mean, I could, if this really did happen, I could see them kicking her off of the show simply because she continuously gets We've into stuff. we told you this before. Right. right. And for whatever reason, they'd like to 
act like they're not allowed to fight and it's super serious. Like, girl, but we kind of like that stuff. <laughs> right. Like, right. you don't be threatening to kick nobody off the cast when the Orange County girls be throwing glasses at each other and pulling at each other's wig. I mean, so I personally don't have a problem with fighting and I don't. <laughs> don't bother me. I don't necessarily think somebody should. Well, I mean, you can't just have people out here hitting. Okay, no, obviously not. But. But people are going to fight. But Portia and Marlo, let them hoes fight. Like, <laughs> let's let's watch this. And furthermore, you're paying these people, but you're putting them in situations where you know they have uh, differing you personalities. You set up conflict. Exactly. You set up conflict. You know, you set up yes. these types of, of disagreements and arguments and stuff. You can't imagine that these girls in Atlanta on top of that right. are not going to have moments where they're going to be swinging. Like, it's yeah. going to happen. They pack up the dynamite, and then they give Portia some matches and be like, you want to have some fun? And that's it. I mean, I have no problem with Portia leaving the show, but that's only because Portia bores me to tears. So, like, oh, this, to me, no. Nah. If you're a fan of Portia and you want her to stay on the show and she actually gets kicked off because of this, I can understand being upset over it. I think I'm but, only going to need a couple episodes of Portia, and that's just her trying to justify and lie in and being a part of that mess with Candy last I doubt season. it. I'm sure she's going to spend the half of this half of the season acting like it never happened until someone takes her task for it, and then she's just going to lie terribly. <sighs> Probably. Or act like, I don't care, it's been so Probably, long. Like, okay, bitch, but you know why you're here. <laughs> you know why you're here. I don't... I, nobody on this show needs to act like they're above the shit that happens on this show. <laughs> Why don't you just get into that? <laughs> Isn't that so strange? Like, well, like, what? You're getting paid to be on this show. Your claim to fame is this show for many of yes. you. And you go about acting out, wearing this, designer that, look at me, millions of followers, all of this stuff, based around you exposing your life and your behavior on the show. And then when you get in some hot water because of it, then it's like, what? I don't even... Uh. <laughs> What? These girls are so childish. People be focused on just the wrong stuff. Like, what, girl? People are focused on the thing you gave them to focus on. The thing that you want us to focus on, that's how you get paid. So, right. This is why you want us to talk. Ugh. Why are you now acting as if we don't have, like, <laughs> the right or... It's just completely wild for us to talk about what you did on the show that you're still on. Talking about <laughs> we should talk about it. And the thing you did... And that goes for, like, all of these reality shows. Season. Right. Just, like, some months. <laughs> Some months ago, like it's not old. It's not, but it's not we're gonna now, several seasons ago. Like so many reality does, stars do this, it is so confusing to me. Like nigga, it just fucking happened. We just watched this. As, even when Scandal come back, all of these shows come back. Oh, like you can be fresh in the middle of Scandal, like, and they'll show you yes. previously on Scandal some shit that happened in season two, girl, yeah. because it applies. Yeah, because Pay it attention. applies. Pay attention. <laughs> It's all part of the story, ho. Um, I was going to talk about um, rumors that Jermaine Dupree is courting Janet Jackson again, but so, Father. so that's it for um, hot tops in the Chamber of Secrets. <laughs> we'll be right back. Hey, y'all! There's a famous Abraham Lincoln quote that says, "Good things come to those who wait," but that's only part of it. The full quote is, "Good things come to those who wait, but only the things left by those who hustle." Is that true? Who knows? But if you're a business owner and you want the best people on your team, the same concept applies. Thankfully, ZipRecruiter puts the hustle in your hiring so you find qualified candidates fast. And now you can try it for free at ZipRecruiter.com slash the read. ZipRecruiter's smart technology finds top talent for your roles right away. 
Immediately after you post your job, ZipRecruiter's matching technology starts showing you qualified people for it. There's a lot of really great people out there looking for employment. So let ZipRecruiter give you the hiring hustle you need. See why four out of five employers who post on ZipRecruiter get a quality candidate within the first day. Just go to ZipRecruiter.com slash the read to try it for free. Again, that's ZipRecruiter.com slash T-H-E-R-E-A-D. ZipRecruiter, the smartest way to hire. So go hire somebody. So listen, guys, the next generation of influential Black voices can be found on NPR's new collection, Black Stories, Black Truths. I've been running my mouth about it for a while now. Black representation in media is incredibly important, and I feel like it's in kind of a precarious situation at the moment. So amplifying and enjoying as many of these stories as possible is pretty important. Black Stories, Black Truths is a celebration of Blackness from NPR. Each of NPR's Black voices are Distinct, varied, and nuanced as the Black experience itself. You can get things from Bobby Schmurder to The Wire, Michelle Obama to Reparations. There's no limit to the range of Black stories, Black truths. Black perspectives have always been centered in the telling of America's story. Now they are the story. Hear a feed of episodes from across NPR's podcasts that center on Black voices. Turn on NPR today and hear a range of voices as varied, nuanced, and Black as the country we reflect. Stories should never be about us without us listen now to black stories black truths from npr wherever you get podcasts all right so we're back it is now time for listener letters it is send your questions to ask the gmail.com our first question this week comes from someone who calls himself a ho nomo okay and he says i'm 23 years old i know you guys preach the leave that nigga gospel every week and i'm wondering if my situation qualifies I had a very drastic change in my life in 2016. I'm overcoming an inappropriate and abusive situationship with a supervisor, one that led to drug abuse and losing my career and the ability to truly be intimate with someone else. I went through a lot. I got some help and I focused on myself for a while. Fast forward a year later, I busted my ass and got a new career making double what I used to. I pay all my bills and I have my own place in expensive ass California. Life is normalizing itself. I feel like I'm ready to open up and date again. (laughs) I met this nigga. Let's call him Brandon, Mm. who's 26 years old, a few months ago. And I like him. We have a great time every time we hang out. We're monogamous. He handles me when I'm wilding out and gives me space when I need it. I like that we're not attached at the hip, but also not too distant. I'm very comfortable with our pace, and I honestly only want one change, and that is to claim me. I want him to call me his boyfriend, say my name, say my name. If anybody asks, you're taken, and no thanks. No shade and to each his own, but I'm done hoeing around. I don't want to do what the other gays our age are doing, just fucking around and quote-unquote chilling. He's new to California and says he's really into me and likes me a lot, but doesn't know if he wants to be a hoe. This is his words. So Brandon is new to California. He likes a ho no mo very much. He's not sure if he's ready to stop being a ho. Right. Like you know, like he just got here. He's he's not necessarily ready to be monogamous and exclusive and and say that necessarily at this point. So he's not necessarily saying that he wants to hoe. He just is new to this city and, and wants right. to explore and wants to, Yeah, you know. Got so, you. right. So, our writer says, because of my past, I'm still a little insecure. It's hard for me to know if I'm being rational in thinking that that's disrespectful. To me, that's niggas speak for you cute, sis, but you not enough, which reverts me back to how I felt last year. 
I put effort in letting him know I like him and I've never chased a nigga. I asked him if we're together or not. And he responded, I don't know what I want. It's like, I don't. <laughs> Meanwhile, I'm like, I don't want more of the man. I just want the title. Am I right or am I wildin'? Is the time we spend together more valuable than being called one word? Or is being a friend with benefits with a nigga, a nigga's way to not commit and feel as bad when they want to break things off? Am I thinking too much and being insecure? Help us sis out. Thanks so much. A whole no mo. He's tripping a little bit. Yeah, you are, bro. How, what do you mean you don't want the nigga, but you want the title? If you want him to call you his boyfriend, that's you want the nigga. <laughs> like, yeah. that's, you want him. That's why you want him to claim you. Or either that or you just not... want to be somebody's fucking boyfriend. If that's the case, then find a, another nigga to be. You know what I mean? Like, it's actually irrational a bit to expect him to be monogamous when he is in California and just got there yeah <laughs> and y'all are young and yeah. like i would not want to be monogamous with him for that very reason because you just got here it's niggas everywhere you know what i'm saying like <laughs> you going you probably nose wide open you need a moment to like settle you know get to know your surroundings know you know, what types of gays are where and what you like and what you don't right. like. You need, like, a, to get into your groove here because you're going to meet all kinds of niggas out here. So, right. it's be- like he's giving you all of the signs of I like you, but I am not confident that if I were to claim you and be mon- or try to be monogamous with you that I won't fuck That I up. could pull it off, right. So, it's best. You have to respect somebody telling you that. <laughs> like you want you're trying to force him into this relationship and then when you know he breaks up with you because he want to go be with somebody else or worse cheats on cheats you on or something you. like that right. then you're gonna be mad at that nigga but he's trying to tell you right now he don't want what you want right like he's he's literally saying to you it's not a rejection of you and and i think maybe that's part of your that's issue. that's the here, way you're taking you're it, taking yeah. yeah you you feel a way like you said you went through a lot in your previous relationship, and I think you're kind of carrying around that baggage said, now because it makes him feel like is like he's not enough, and right. that's not what it and is. And that's at not all. it's not an indication on you. It does. It's not like oh well, if I was you know better in this way or that way, then he would be ready for, ready for a relationship. The nigga is just not ready for a relationship. Period. And is aware of that, and is telling you that in the hopes that. Y'all can still fuck around without you getting your feelings hurt. And but trust it sounds me, like y'all are past that point. There are many niggas out here who know damn well that they ain't ready for a motherfucking relationship and will tell you otherwise yes. and string you along and then go on and out in the streets and do whatever the fuck they want to. Again, right. you're having someone who in one way or the next is telling you, I don't want to do this, but I fuck with you. Where yeah. does that leave us? So if that leaves you out the door, then you need to grab your shit and get out the door. And like, you, you have to be self-aware enough to say, okay, you know what? I want more with you, and I'm only going to get my feelings hurt. I'm vulnerable right now anyway because I have been through a lot in a previous relationship. So right. let me just pack up the rest of my little feelings and go on about my business. But you have to be strong enough to say that. Like, he's giving you the opportunity to not fuck with him. Like, he's being real with you. You really can't ask for much more than that. So I'm, I'm sorry that you're taking it like it's something wrong with you because that's not the case like it's not it's not a rejection of who you are as a person but the man is just not ready for what you're ready for so i would say cut your losses now and and stop 
the bleeding before it gets worse. Maybe you need to spend um, some time by yourself working through the issues. Like you said, you went through all this last year. I know it's been a year, but, you know, sometimes you need a little extra time to get over the shit that's happened to you. And right. there's nothing wrong with that either. So take right. some extra way, time to yourself if you need to. You definitely want different things than this dude. Right. So, so. Th- Brandon, though, leave Brandon alone. Yeah. <laughs> your feelings are going to get hurt at the end of that story. Absolutely. I'm telling you right now. <laughs> and it's definitely going to be your fault, and that's going to make it worse. Oh, my goodness. All right. Good luck to you. Let us know how it goes. Our next question comes from... Uh, let's see if she wants me. Antoinette. And she says, this question is more for Kid Fury since I know he's into gaming. I know you dabble a little, Crystal. So any input would be helpful. True. I dabble very little. She says, my baby is turning 10 in February and he's really into gaming. I thought it was just a phase, but lately he's been really passionate about it. And it looks like action figures are a thing of the past. He has the Xbox Live on the 360. And his father and I decided that he has shown himself responsible enough to upgrade to the one. I don't know much about it, but I know it costs money and I wasn't spending my hard-earned dollars until he knew how to properly make his own damn sandwich. <laughs> While he is on the live, he apparently... You know what? You know what? She's not- that is, like, reasonable. Yes. Like, I, like, every now and then I feel like I get life hacks that I would have never <laughs> otherwise thought of, but I feel like that's a good way to measure. Okay. Can you make your own damn sandwich? Okay. No, okay, you don't need no Xbox. <laughs> Like, I feel that's fair. It is. While he's on the live, he plays against other people. When he's playing, he pretends he's talking to them. I asked him what, what I asked him what the hell he was doing, and he says that if he had a headset, he could talk to the play people he's playing with for real. Aww. That's adorable. I've heard Kid Fury speak a few times about people cussing and using racial slurs on all that, and I can only assume he means on the live. Mm-hmm. I wanted to know if there's a way to parental control that or if I have the option to choose who he plays with. I asked his father, but he seems to be completely unconcerned about it altogether. Oh. He says boys are resilient and he'll be all right. Since his dad sometimes tarries with stupid, I thought it would be best to get a second opinion. <laughs> That is my favorite phrase. <laughs> I will write that down. <laughs> I love that she said that, and she just loves him anyway. You know, like she's just—I mean, I mean well, I just have to—he's just sometimes <laughs> like that's just—that's my does. man. But I mean, you know, every should now I just then. wait until he's able to purchase his own live headset? The last thing I need is for somebody to call my baby a nigga. And then I have to spend all my time and money tracking them down. Thank you guys so much for your help. (laughs) I know y'all don't have kids, but sometimes it's helpful to get different perspectives. I don't have a manual for this shit. (laughs) Right. Nobody does. (laughs) Right, girl. And I mean, I would have thought 10 was way too young for something like that. But if he's like having pretend conversations with the people. That's, I mean. That's, I mean, it's so That's the type of shit that even my mama like would be like, oh, fuck. Let me go get (laughs) Like, Let me go get one of them. But my mama would also have been like, okay, but who are you talking to on that? Right. So I don't know if you can control who your kids talk to on that. I actually don't either. And it's because A, like, like you said, I don't have kids so i don't really look at parental control settings on things because i don't need to and then also i don't really game online much but i'm sure that you can like everything has parental control on it honestly especially if it's connected to the internet so um i would think they would have a you know you can only play with friends setting yeah i mean but see that's something that you would have to to probably you would have to look into yourself. Like most games where you can play online have things like private matches and stuff like that okay. where you set up the match yourself or whatever and you you play with people that you either invite or people that you're, in for, you're friends with, you know, you can team up with them. So 
he can know who he's playing with. Maybe he has other friends who have Xbox and stuff. And so if that's the case, then I wouldn't think there's too much to worry about, you know, unless his friends (laughs) and shit. I mean, I don't know. But, like, if he's playing with friends that he knows in real life, then just, you know, go ahead and get him the headset. As long as these kids have been vetted, I guess it shouldn't be anything. But I would assume that his friends don't call him a nigger or, you know, pick on him or (laughs) anything like that. If he's playing online with strangers, that's a completely different ballpark because he could be playing with full-grown adults. He could be playing with... You know, all kinds of weirdos because it's all over the world. It's mm-hmm. not all, always just like region or city and stuff like that. But like I said, I'm sure if you look into different games and stuff, then you can find um, parental control static settings and stuff like that. And keep in mind that most uh, games have people that monitor servers and stuff like that who are supposed to put a cap on that type of stuff. Like... They're people are dicks. They're not supposed to, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> They're not supposed to do that stuff. And usually if you complain or you report them and stuff like that, then, you know, whoever is handling the back end of that shit will will take care of it. But it still doesn't stop, you know, many people from saying horrible stuff or just cussing. You know, they may not even be attacking him or saying something horrible right. to him but they may just be you may hear him use a word he never you know <laughs> heard before and it's just the worst word oh, ever people and just know. be cussing when they play games of course yeah, other kids right. other grown-ups yeah they cuss all the time so i mean i can't believe his daddy's like well who cares it's fine. <laughs> like, what? <laughs> sometimes it tarries with stupid and i just feel like the type of nigga i'm attracted to that like i feel like that would be that would be me in oh. my no, like I wouldn't be him. Like, but like I would be you in this situation. Go right. to my nigga, like, like because I don't, you know, these niggas. Well, I'll just give the nigga the headset. You can see yourself in, in a relationship. Like, with him, right. Just buy it. That's your baby daddy. And they're being stupid. Um. Damn. Yeah, I mean, but if anything else, you can definitely, if you do get him the headset, you can sit on a few sessions with him after you set up the, the control stuff and. Try and get it all worked out to the best of y'all's ability. You can sit in and listen to it. Um, and he should be even, like, even without headsets, you should be able to turn on the audio so you can hear the people talking. He may not be able to say anything back because he doesn't have a mic, but you will at least be able to hear the type of conversations and stuff that's going on in this. But if you're playing online with someone against co-op regardless the whole point of communication is strategy like all you really supposed to be saying to me is where you need me to be do you need me to come heal you or flank or whatever the hell it is that people do when they play multiplayer stuff like all of the other stuff is yeah just it's supposed to be fun (laughs) but right and he's only 10 so Right, like ten. That is that age yeah. where I will IP address. Yeah, I'm calling. No, I Huck. will actually fight you behind my baby. I will so. come and find you. I will cross city and state lines. Are you going to be watching Gifted? Somebody asked yep, that really tonight. quick. Oh, actually, let me uh, set my DVR here. Yes, yeah, so is Kid Fury watching Gifted? What does he think about it? I'm guessing it's a Marvel thing. So it's based in the X Men universe. Um, Bill Compton from True Blood is the daddy. I don't know who the rest of the people are. Uh, Jamie Chung, who was on The Real World and now had loads oh, of Jamie. success. Oh, Jamie, yeah. I think she's playing Blink, okay. which is a mutant that can, like, create... It doesn't matter. She's awesome. Um, I am going to watch it, although Brian Singer, who does the X-Men, are the last... 
three X-Men movies I think he was a part of. I don't remember if it was just as a director or what, but I haven't really been a, a fan of them. Okay. Um, in fact, I've thought that a lot of them were awful. Hopefully they do Dark Phoenix one well, but I don't, I'm not, you know, mm-hmm. not holding my breath. Um, but as a show, like the show is uh, based around mutants that are a little less famous in the X-Men world. Like I don't expect <laughs> to see Storm or Wolverine or nobody. So maybe um, I'll get a, a different experience out of it since they won't have a storm to make light skin. So, <laughs> I, you know, I hope I end up liking it. Okay. But if not, oh, well, can't be any worse than the Inhumans. Yeah, that person also said, I know the Inhumans was garbage. I have never heard of either one of them. So Literally fell asleep. When we got, in, we got into the hotel in Atlanta, Asante and I were in my room, and it had. I didn't even know it was coming on, but it just happened to be on as I got in there. And I was like, oh, let me go ahead and... First of all, Medusa's wig is awful. The wig is terrible. It honestly looks like she got it in like the red light district of Instagram. Like it looks <laughs> like, like she got to like oh, just the skeeviest section of Instagram to buy that wig. It's awful. The CGI is terrible. It was so boring. I literally fell asleep. So well, damn. Hopefully this is better. But if not, whenever FX brings back Legion, that's a great show to watch. If you do, if you care about x-men mutants or not that movie is just great and if you like aubrey plaza oh she's fun she showed her ass like that bitch can act like act. Right. so yes okay well that is that it that's All right. up to you <laughs> no i mean it, if that was it about the show All oh right. yes that wraps up this week's question send yours to ask the gmail.com and we'll be back Hey guys, May is Mental Health Awareness Month and Talkspace's leading virtual therapy provider is encouraging people to talk it out in therapy. Opening up to a therapist might feel uncomfortable, cathartic, exhausting, or exhilarating. Personally, I find it to be all of these things depending on the time and time. But if you keep talking or texting with a licensed therapist, you'll gain insights and uncover truths that you can find only in therapy. Personally, I'm therapy constantly. It's one of the most important things in my life right now, to be honest with you. And it is just, it makes a difference knowing that you have someone somewhere uh, that is judgment-free, that is unbiased, that can hear you out. And it being Mental Health Awareness Month is the time, if it's been on your mind, to give it a try. Celebrate May, Mental Health Awareness Month, and the power of talking out in therapy. Talkspace is offering every listener of The Read $80 off your first month with promo code SPACE80. When you go to Talkspace.com slash read to match with a licensed therapist today, go to Talkspace.com slash read to get $80 off your first month with the code SPACE80. And to show your support for the show, that's Talkspace.com slash R-E-A-D code S-P-A-C-E-8. Zero. Go get some help. Talk some stuff out. Let's get back to the show. All right. So we're back and it is now time for the read. It is. Do you want to go first? Um, it all depends on who you're reading. Uh, Tina Campbell's dumbass. Okay, good, because that's who I was gonna do anyway. <laughs> so go ahead. Well, so <laughs> I heard What this. a fucking dumbass. <laughs> <laughs> fucking maroon. <laughs> What a neen cow poo. I cannot even get it out. <laughs> Girl, you voted. So if you don't know, if you don't know, 
Tina Campbell did an interview with The Root talking about this last season of the reality with show. The Root. Her garbage marriage. <laughs> and for reasons I will probably never understand, she admitted that she was not thrilled with either candidate during the election like lots of us weren't. However, unlike those of us with fucking common ass sense, yeah. she said that she agreed with Donald Trump based off of his views on Christianity. What she said was, I was faced with two presidential candidates that I did not really approve of, and so I had to find something, a commonality with one of them, that would make me feel like if I have to vote, I should utilize my right to vote. Okay, so that doesn't make any sense. It doesn't make any sense. You actually don't have to vote. Exactly. But you should utilize your right to vote. So I don't understand why those two phrases are next to each other thank you thank you since i don't prefer either of them what can i find that would make me vote and some of donald trump's views on christianity honestly is what caused me to vote for him i have a lot of questions based off these few sentences just the couple but i think first is what views on christianity i need one donald trump quote about christianity that made tina campbell feel like that was the nigga she needed to vote for you you can't possibly mean donald trump's life like you what i think what she's trying to say is that she thought donald trump would be anti-abortion and so is she and so (laughs) and so maybe that was like i think that's what she's trying to say but what you can't tell us is that Donald Trump's views on Christianity are the reason you voted for him because nothing about that nigga is Christian. (laughs) Nothing. Girl, his views on Christianity. You mean to tell me that you looked at Donald Trump and Hillary Clinton and you said, I need to find a commonality with one of these people. Just one thing in common. I don't know if, if another one had a pussy, maybe that would maybe be something we had in common. But or if one of them maybe you know, gave a fuck about American people or, or like, oh, and not to sit up here and act like Hillary Clinton would, was, you know, perfect or anything else. But looking at the entire election cycle that we went through, looking right. at all of that shit, looking at every fucking thing that came out about Donald Trump, every news item about Donald Trump that came out for more than a year before we actually voted. And then realizing that Tina Campbell's simple ass self still went in the booth and marked the line for Donald Trump. I'm, I, I'm, I'm actually at a loss for words. I cannot understand how you pulled Christianity, a gospel singer pulled Christianity out of Donald Trump and used that as a vote for, as a as a reason to vote for this nigga. I can't I'm actually lost. I'm I'm really confused. I I I 100% do not understand these actions. What does this mean? Ow, girl, his Christianity what Christianity? What has Donald Trump done that made you say, "Wow, what a Christian?" When when did this happen? I just Then she says <sighs> Oh, God, yeah, that's not even the whole quote. That he has made afterwards, I have not been in agreement with at all, which is which I wasn't in agreement with my president that I voted for, which I wasn't in agreement with my last president that I voted for. But however, as a Christian, (laughs) what my perspective is to pray for the president. 
So now you use my social... This is what all the niggas we voted for him are I'm, saying now. I can't. How are you this dumb? But however, as a Christian, my perspective is to pray for the president to not use my social platforms or other platforms to, to try to destroy this man. Because at the end of the day, he still represents the country that I live in. Talk about a cold-pressed dummy. <laughs> so if I'm going to use my platform, my power, my voice, I ought to use it to pray for him. To pray that he would make wise decisions, that he would be true to the oath that Help he took, God. and to not incite fear by talking about everything that's wrong, especially with people that's my color. <sighs> Tina. Tina. While you are allegedly praying for this man and uh, not using your Wii platform to try and destroy him, I just can't. That man is praying. To Lucifer, <laughs> that you and every other brown motherfucker on this in this nation is eradicated swiftly. Like I can't. The president don't give a fuck about you. The president does not give a fuck about this country. Right. What and how? How? Even if you you like, I can't think of one thing that Donald Trump ever said in the in the name of Christianity that you could have held on to so strongly amidst everything else that he did and said during right. the election that made you feel like I'm a vote for him anyway. It feels like to me, you just don't want to be aligned with like blackness, and it's maybe because we know that you're full of shit. <laughs> and have for a while and don't see it for you hardly see it for your sister oh, and Lord. so Mm-mm. like is that why you're so home. mad I don't like, get I, this I don't like it's so ignorant and it just don't like how old is Tina Campbell 40, 45 43 years old ma'am you mean to tell me that you paid attention you paid attention to the news and you still voted for Donald Trump a black woman in her 40s. You really did that. A Christian. And then you're using Christianity to excuse it. Tell me, God. No, no, no. That's that's fine. We've got enough on our plate. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> that's okay. There's you know what I'm saying? You say that you voted for Donald Trump because you are an organic, oh grass-fed fucking maniac. And that's really all that it is because I'm like... I forgot when she wrote that open letter talking about pray for Donald Trump. No, ma'am, I won't. I shan't. Donald Trump ain't praying for me. Donald Trump don't give a fuck about me. Donald Trump can barely keep up with time of day. I'm praying that we get Donald Trump the fuck out of here. That's what I'm praying for. That's it, girl. What you mean pray for him? Pray for him what? He should have never been elected in the first place. Like We all have to work overtime on our prayers now because dumb bitches like you went out and voted for him. I don't even pray that Donald Trump lands his ass on a soft points on the ground when they kick right. him about like I don't care that he like what I'm not praying for Donald Trump what oh, no that, like Donald Trump is she's a fool is like a giant force that is expediting the process of global destruction <laughs> pray for him for what <sighs> you might as well just pray for the devil too like let's just all let's pray for Donald Trump let's pray for Taylor Swift let's pray pray <laughs> I mean, it's like, let's just turn Everybody. every day into Halloween fucking horror nights. And <sighs> Tina, shut up. Shut, shut your mouth. If this is the last season of that show, 
Yeah. Okay, so I don't expect to have to hear anything else about Tina Campbell ever again, unless she says or does something continuous. I mean, something that is uh, also this she said she outlandish. She disheartened by what she was hearing from the churches in our community. It is the church's job. What? To, to stand up and say, there is a white supremacist bigot in office, and people of color need to be vigilant now more than ever. That is the church's responsibility to the black people that go there. What the fuck? I honestly, I don't, you know what? No, I, can't, I cannot come up with an excuse for this. Tina Campbell is just a fucking moron. That's it. That's, That's really it. all That's that it's it. that. She's it a fucking idiot. Like, period. I can't even imagine why you. you go sit you, down with Chrisette. <laughs> I can't imagine why you admitted that you voted for this man in the first place. No. Like, I, I don't even, I don't, like, you could have absolutely kept that to yourself. Because of his views on Christianity. Maybe she's sick of shit here. <laughs> no, she's not. She's just a fucking idiot. What is that? I don't know. Something over here that keeps, like, moving around. Jesus! Well, okay. I mean, I don't really know what to tell Tina or her forehead, but I'm, you know, I wish them nothing but the worst. The I mean, W-O-R-S-T. The absolute it just, worst. I don't know who you're praying for or how your prayer works or who you're speaking to, but you can't tell me that you saw that man's, uh, like, his entire uh, run during the election, and you were like... This is fine. Yeah. My no, God told me this is where I need bubbling. Like, what about... <laughs> I mean, and it was Donald Trump next to Hillary Clinton. And then, you, and and after all of this, after the election where he was a blatant dickhead. Yeah. Yeah. And after all of the months that we have spent with him being shit, like just. He just got just here and everything is so much being worse. Shit. You know, immediately. Like, didn't even God ease us. his way into it. Like, jumped right like every day he thinks to himself how can i be worse than i was than i was yesterday and your response now isn't even to be like you know what i did do that perhaps i was wilding (laughs) and i've got to live with that you know i've got to live with that you're instead saying well you know what it's my responsibility (laughs) to use my platform to pray for him rather than try like you're still trying to act as if people with sense that are calling this man out for his bullshit and are standing up for innocent lives you're still trying to make it seem like it's something wrong with that and instead we should be silent and speaking to god god don't know donald trump (laughs) Meanwhile, God is like, I never handpicked this nigga to do I a don't, damn thing. Like, who, who brought him up? This is not. God is too busy dealing with all these alleged prayers for Vegas. Like, he doesn't. Oh, God. I could go all day. I mean, and we really don't have to because, like, the whole thing in Vegas is bad enough. And then I think just now they start talking about there's a shooting going on at USC. I read that that hasn't been confirmed or something, but that that was in the car over here. So I don't really know what's going on. With that. But, but then I also saw that Sarah Huckabee Sanders was talking about uh, now is not the time to talk about gun control. Like, what? Girl, how many people are dead right That's now? That's what I'm saying. How many people like, are injured? This Bleeds to nothing. You know what I'm saying? This continue. This happens, and this is, you know, like, the the biggest, the worst mass shooting in the history of the nation and all right. of that type of stuff. And we pray, and we repost these memes, and we do all of that, and there's no legislation put in place. All of these people sit, and they wait for you to cry, and they, you know, watch your memes, and, 
you know, wait for you to cool the fuck out. And then they go right back to ruin the fucking country. Right. And this will happen again. And we supposed to keep praying? Like, Mm-mm. at what point do you think that God is just like, you know, I can't help those that don't help themselves? <laughs> White people are not going to, to let y'all take away their guns. They're That's just not, not going to. That White Americans are not going to let y'all have their motherfucking guns. And they're not even going to bother taking nobody to task because then they would have a whole their full bare white faces. They need faces. them to defend their white privilege. They will not let you have them. Hell no. They're not even going to have these people like say flat out on camera, yeah, cool, but no, I'm keeping my weapons. Yeah. Because nope. that's a whole part of the regime. I mean, but we knew after Sandy Hook that America wasn't going to do right, shit Right, exactly. Guns. That's why I didn't even think about that shit today. I was like, if, if those children... Those chi- five and six-year-olds. So... And motherfuckers were literally right after that, like, blatant, explicitly, hey, hey, buddy, no, you right. can't have my guns. Like, nobody waited. Like, people who were very firm on their right. NRA shit or whatever were like, that's nice. But no, I'm Gabby keeping Gibbons each and every one of my Gabby got shot in the head. Rifle. And they were still like, I mean... But I need my uh, weapons. Well, but so no, it's not happening. It'll America will have another civil war when the absolutely. federal government bans guns. If you want these guns, you're gonna have to come over here and take them. And like, you know they got stockpiles. That's the thing. Like nobody has ever put restrictions on these white people. They got unlimited guns and ammunition in their homes. Like this shit is so disheartening, and it's so fucking sad, and it's ridiculous, and it's. What makes it worse and frustrating to me is the fact that I know that, no, especially under Trump, nobody's right. going to do Hell anything no. to prevent this from happening. Hell no. Anything. Nothing. Hell you can't no. even call it terrorism when it is so— bl- and, and it's <laughs> and it's like, like people who continuously say that, you know, about the terrorism or point out that fact, it becomes another thing. It's like, well, why are you bringing it up? Or this isn't the time to be talking about that and blah, blah, blah. It's like, no, it actually applies right. to a much bigger picture because this man is full out Caucasian. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> and now sure. you don't want to like the whole point of that was obviously to terrorize people. Right. What else could it be? So why are we struggling with referring to this man as, as, as a terrorism, as a terrorist? Because he's not brown. Right. That's exactly it. Because white people get to be people. And we can automatically pull out mental illness, which he may or may not have. But people with mental illnesses, that's not is not I feel like people pull that out almost like to be like, oh, well, we don't have to worry about this because, you know, he just had something going on mentally. And so it's not like indicative of a real problem in American society. No, girl, it actually, this happens here more than anywhere. And it's not even close. And you're not going to do anything about mental health either anyway. Like, it's not like you give it's a fuck, like about, give a fuck about mental health. It's not like you give a fuck about that either. It's just another excuse to back up the bullshit that is like a bigger part of the structure of this country that nobody up there or in any of these places want to change. Right. So you'd rather come up with ridiculous ass excuses in response to this stuff to keep that privilege that that's sturdy then actually just say things for what they are. We all could see it. You just know that ain't nobody going to do shit about it. Right. That's it. And you like it that way. So you're not trying to fight us. I mean. They automatically looking for all the reasons as he that he's a human being because he's white. Had he been any other race, it would have been what are his ties to ISIS? What about Al Qaeda? Is he a Muslim? Automatically. It automatically would have been that shit. So I... Honestly, I woke up, I saw the news, and I felt heartbroken. And I thought, America's not going to do a goddamn thing about this. Same. 
And the media is about to trip over themselves to make him seem like a regular quiet boy who kept to himself and had his little interests. And they already interviewed his brother talking about, yeah, he just, you know, had a house up in Mesquite and he used to just, you know, eat burritos. Of course and, he did. Of course. And, yes. And he just, like he was, he didn't have no military background. How could, I don't know how he's got rifles and all this. this Your shit. fucking brother just killed what? 50, 60 people over 500 injured or something insane like that. And we talking about burritos and how you like to keep to yourself. What? It's like the the double standard. The fact that white people get away with this type of shit. It it is only because of that whiteness. And they are they are willing to let other people die of any race. Whites included, it don't matter. Mm-hmm. Y'all can die as long as I can still keep my gun. Period. They don't care. They're not gonna give them up. They need them to fight us. So <laughs> For the day that we really are just like, you know, you know what? Fuck all. You know? White people for have been day, waiting on us to waiting be fed up. They're waiting for us yes. to flip the fucking table they're over and be like, you know what? We're going to do this shit ourselves. That's yeah. why they hold in so sturdy to we'll them. We'll do it live. Like, <laughs> they are. They have to stay ready because they know one day the people of color in this country are going to be like, now, wait a minute. We are coming to take what the fuck is owed. They're not going to just give it up. Looking at just a few, re- the, just the shootings of the past year, you know what I'm saying, have been so horrendous, so disgusting, that if it's not, if you don't look at a situation like what just happened in Vegas and seriously take, like, I don't, there's nothing else. Right. Like, if, the, if that's not what it takes, I can't imagine what it But that's will literally be. what we say every time because every time that should be what it takes. Every Paul's exactly. nightclub should have been what it took. Sandy every Hook should have been what it shooting. took. Columbine should have been what it I fucking mean, took. I mean, damn, really? But, Columbine should have been what it took. But, you know, I'm sure it's incidents that date back even further than that. Absolutely, and, I'm sure. You know, just didn't know shit about it. But it, America has real problems and wants to act like none of it has anything to do with the way that it treats its people. America is Portia. (laughs) And don't want to talk about how you lied on candy when that's the whole reason we're here. (laughs) The way y'all treat us is why we're here. I don't understand. Talking about, I actually saw somebody give an interview talking about um, in a time when the nation, uh, people are kneeling. I saw a bunch of first responders. I saw that too. All this like, well, bitch, first of all, that is what they are motherfucking paid to do. Exactly. It is their job to rush to the danger. They, Fuck you mean. They, they're supposed to. So that is, them niggas got bulletproof vests and guns and walkie talkies and shit that we don't have because that's their job. So... Yes, I don't give a fuck who knelt. I don't give a shit if it was the middle of an NFL game and every nigga on the field was kneeling. The first responders, the police, they are the ones who are supposed to be there running to the danger because go take care of the danger is their fucking job. That's what we pay you to do. We don't, you're not getting accolades for that. And and then to turn it into like, oh, y'all are kneeling and meanwhile police are doing their jobs. Like, Okay, and there are lots and lots and lots of examples of police being really <laughs> shitty to black people and killing us. And that's and like a nobody, completely different conversation. And, and, it's, and it's accepted as okay because we're black. You will take any opportunity you can make up in your Child, mind to make us, you know, anti-American and villainous oh, yeah, and no, horrible or whatever. Even when it makes no sense, they're not connected and you just completely rip it from your ass. It's really sad and it's ridiculous. Like, first responders, cops, all of these people. Trump tried to do the similar thing with um, 
Puerto Rico, I feel like. Oh, yeah. Like, you are supposed to help these people. <laughs> like, that's... I can't believe they over here talking about, oh, we need some water. Oh, we need some penicillin. Like, he really made it seem like they were being ridiculous right. for wanting help oh from their government. We're dying. Oh. Like, oh, they don't give a shit about us. They absolutely man. don't. It's really, really ridiculous. I don't even understand how. But Tina Campbell's dumbass liked the Christianity and Donald Trump's. So and still mad at us, not herself. <laughs> Not at him. Because we need to be praying for him instead of talking about all the ways that he's fucking us over. What has your praying done, Tina? I'll wait. I mean. What I have your prayers done for the rest of us? We came early today. So. Well, you can wait. And we've got new technology. You can call in. <laughs> <laughs> we've got new tech. <sighs> call in and let us know. Mess. Because garbage. this. It's fucking stupid. But see ya. Goodbye. I don't, you know, look forward to <sighs> hearing about you ever again. Um, Amen. Let that be the end of Tina Campbell as far as I'm concerned. I think that's just... Oh, I also want to say again to... I said this at the show in Atlanta. I'm going to rephrase it because I really said fuck TSA if you work at TSA. I want to be more specific. I'm pretty sure that's exactly what you're saying. Fuck the TSA in New York City, specifically LaGuardia Airport, uh, Terminal D. Now, here's the thing. (laughs) Not the Terminal 2, nigga. Because when we were coming back from Atlanta, the folks in the TSA uh, there were just fine. Oh, we had fun. Yeah, great. Um, like oh that's true they were fun in fact there was a, a lighter skinned gentleman who was urging me to walk through the metal detector yeah. device thing and I had paused for a second because there was a very vexed older white woman well, she was distraught ahead of me and I thought that she was in line to go ahead of me or whatever but I guess she was asked to stop for unrelated reasons and as she's like snapping, talking about needing to be helped or whatever, that gentleman waved to me. He was like, uh, "Come on, come right through, sir. Like, don't pay her no mind. Don't listen to anything she's saying." And it actually was um, comforting as well as attractive to me that he kind of like pay. Yes, that as well. But <laughs> him paying that white woman dust was the real sex symbol. <laughs> like, I was very turned on. Um, yeah, but I overall, the exact same thing. Everybody there was just much friendlier. So I want to say to you, dog ass hoes over, <laughs> over at Terminal D, you bad mood bitches over like, at. Oh, but if I worked at LaGuardia, I would have an attitude too. I don't give two tablespoons of balls out in <laughs> bitch. Let me tell you something, and this is what I said. Like, I'm not expecting for you to hit me with sugar and spice and everything black ass nice. All like, I was running late. Because I had a million errands. We were flying out to uh, to Atlanta. When I got in the line, I got the notification that says, your flight is boarding now. Cool. All right. Let me just try and get through here as briskly as possible. I know I ain't have no bullshit in my thing. They gave me the little paper at the front because I was TSA pre-check. They told me I'd keep on my shoes. Typically in pre-check, I think you keep your laptop in your bag, too. Yes. So I did. Things go through. I'm thinking, all right, I'm going to snatch it. Of course, the girl who's uh, sitting behind the little chair looking through the stuff pulls my bag to the side. I'm like, fuck. So now my bag is sitting in between. It's one of three and it's in the middle. Damn. So one guard comes, grabs the bag in the front. Another guard comes and grabs the bag in the back. Now, I would assume that he should have grabbed my bag. Right? Because. <laughs> He's next in line. Order. Right. So, <laughs> but 
no, no, that's not what they felt like doing. That's not what they felt like doing in Queens that day. So somebody else grabbed my bag, and so now I'm sitting here looking at the grab the bag. I'm looking at my bag sitting by its black ass self here. <laughs> just and I'm just waiting. I feel like, you know, I'm rational in most cases. I like to be fair. I, before I blow my fucking lid, I like to exhaust every measure that I can think of so that there is no reason. You can't come to me and be like, oh, you wilding out. You're being irrational. No, I'm not. I waited. So I sat. I stood there and I waited for a couple people. You know, motherfuckers are walking by paying my bag. And I'm mine. I said to the young, mind you, everybody in this section is black. Everybody. I said to the girl, I said, uh, excuse me, miss, um, my plane is boarding right now. Can somebody, like, just check my bag really quick so I could go? This wench oh, Lord. says, okay, well, that's not my problem because I'm on the line or whatever that thing is called that her job is. Okay. She told you that wasn't her problem. I said, well, I can be everybody's problem in here. <laughs> like, if that's what you need, like, if... If if a problem will expedite, you know, I feel like I said expedite eight times a day. If a problem is what we need oh to get me to my gate, then I can supply that. That's not a problem. Sure. So finally, <sighs> some guy comes in. He's like, is this your bag? Now I feel like y'all trying me. Now I feel like y'all are disrespecting me. You know what I'm saying? And I was patient. I'm the one here who's in a hurry. You know what I'm saying? I am the one who has some place to be. Oh, man. So he goes and grabs the thing or whatever. He's like... They are playing you. We have to test the mat. We have to test the laptop or whatever and the bag. They swipe that whatever cloth on it and then put it back through. Okay. I said, whatever. Go ahead. It takes him and some other light-skinned girl to be a team <laughs> between my one bag and computer to handle all of that. Finally, it goes through, and I snatched my shit, and I just walked off. God, I would have been so pissed. I want for you sideways knuckle-dragging-ass bastards over there to know that I don't care. Like, you don't have to be super friendly. I've had several jobs in my lifetime where I had to clock in and I wanted to be anywhere else. Sometimes I would have rather been in hell than at work that day. I get it. But if I'm t- if I'm coming to you as a human being, I'm not asking you to do anything but what the fuck y'all supposed to do any motherfucking way. I'm not asking you to do me a favor. I'm not asking you to put me on a private jet. I'm not asking you to let me know, you know, when Sir and Rumi and Blue and everybody else come through this bitch again if they ever do. Like, I'm not asking you to do anything but what the fuck you're supposed to do so that I can go and not miss my flight. That's it. No, it it wasn't your problem that I was running late, but what I was asking you to do, I wasn't even asking you to leave your position. She's going to tell me, oh, it's not my problem because I'm doing this. Bitch, I know you're doing this. I'm asking you the same way that you say, hey, I need a bag check on this. Hey, someone, can you come and do this? Like, you've been doing that for hours. I'm asking you if you can do that shit for me so that I can leave and you won't ever have to see my motherfucking face again. You mad at me because you don't want to be at work. You mad at me because you and that crinkly, unpressed, blue button-down you got to wear every motherfucking day or sitting in that chair for hours and hours and on end, and this is it for you. That's all you can do. This is your hopes, your dreams. This is your motherfucking nightmares, bitch. Well, let me tell you something, Meek Mill. I don't give a fuck about none of that shit. 
is wrong with you? You don't have to be disrespectful. I don't give a fuck that you're mad. You don't have. You didn't even have to smile at me. You didn't have to give up all you had to do. You could have done it with an attitude. I don't even care. That's not my problem. No. This is the end of the road for you, girl, and that's the problem, and that's why you're that's mad, bitch. Well and guess what? The next time I come through LaGuardia, if you're there again, I'm still going to be headed on to my motherfucking destination, and I'm going to come right back through and go the fuck home. This is where <laughs> you got to be. That's what you mad at, with your little whack-ass, laminated-ass badge there with that terrible photograph. Lord. And it's something so fucking simple, like a lap, like... Y'all really can't just take this out and see the laptop in the sleeve and put it back and let me fucking go. Is it, does it have to be all this? And I respect like the job. I understand the purpose of the job. Of course, I don't even like flying. Of course, I want my flight to be secure. Of course, I want for everybody to get to where they're going safely. And of course, I respect a typical old, good fashioned nine to five. But let's keep it all the way real. You don't give a fuck if my plane take off or if it go down. You don't care what, you don't give a fuck about me making it where I'm going or not. Like, bitch. Let's be real. I could get sucked up into a turbine out this bitch and you go still go to bed tonight. You don't give a fuck about the purpose of your job. You give a fuck about the fact that you have a job and that you're going to get a paycheck from it. As you should, as most people fucking do. But do it. That's it. That's it. And if I'm coming to you as a human being saying, hey, help. You don't have to have a fucking attitude with me. You musty fucking bitch. Woo, is that gonna... All the white people we cuss out on this motherfucking show for five black-ass years almost. And this is how you do us, your fellow Negro. Mm. Now, if I was if I was a Maddie, you know what I mean? If I was like a, a, a Tad or somebody and you had a little bit of an attitude with me, I could understand the climate of the country is real. <laughs> okay, nigga. But y'all couldn't help me. me. All you black bitches couldn't help me. (laughs) So much for black girl magic. (laughs) Whoa, she pissed you off, but I understand. I made the flight. I get it. You did. I made the flight, and that's all that mattered. And if I was like going like on a recreational trip or whatever, I may not have even been, you know. It would have been like whatever. Right. I was going to work. But like, right, I had a no, show to we do. We need to like, make this flight. So yeah. I, I don't, oh. I can't miss this flight. Right. At all. <sighs> so fuck y'all and y'all specifically. Because Atlanta, at least the people I dealt with that day in Atlanta reminded me that not every TSA agent is Yeah, because I saw that awful. same, because that same white woman was having a conniption in front of me. I didn't even and know what I her was. Right, right around her. And that TSA agent you was talking about was clowning her to her face. Because she was like, uh, can someone come scan my purse? Is no one working over here? And he said, no, they all just quit. <laughs> like, he was over her anyway. So I was laughing, and then the girl was like, don't encourage him. He's terrible. But she laughed, and they were, like, in a good mood, but also just getting us the fuck out of there. So I had a great time going through Atlanta TSA. I don't know why that happened to you at LaGuardia, but I'm also not surprised. It wasn't even busy. You know what I'm saying? Like, Damn. It wasn't even like there were, like, just drowning stuff. Because, again, I like to observe my surroundings, make sure that I'm being as fair as possible. Like... Not only was it not flooded in here, nigga, you grabbed the damn bags out of order. And then nobody came to get mine. And I asked you nicely. I could have gave you an immediate fever. 
But then you gave me a reason to. And the only reason I didn't actually snap in that bitch is because, again, I had to go to work and I didn't feel like going to jail. You can't fuck around with TSA, man. I think it's only so far you can push them before they can be like, okay, you're not flying. Right, exactly. (laughs) Right, so you got to really toe the line with them hoes. Which I'm sure is why they have an attitude. (laughs) You know what I'm saying? What you really come to? It's the same reason like bus drivers, MTA people have attitude because they know you can't beat their ass. Like, there's nothing you can do about it. Automatic prison. Fight so. me. <laughs> Fight me. Raise your voice, please. Because like. I swear, the thing you stressed out about, this flight, you're definitely not going to get on it if you try me. And they know it. They so. do. <laughs> Which Woo. makes it even fucking worse. <sighs> All right. Well, that is going to wrap up this I just want to go. Episode. And you just want me to go. Can't you help? Won't you come? <laughs> This could be mutually beneficial. It really could. So. Woo. All right. Thanks again to Sonos for supporting this episode of The Read. Sonos lets you have a pulse pounding sound in any room or every room at once. And you can add your existing music services or discover something new. Whether it's curated or on demand, free or subscription based. Sonos has you covered with access to a growing list of music services. Sonos' simple app lets you control everything from songs to volume to rooms all in one place. That's Sonos bringing all your music together. So check them out. Thank you so much, Atlanta, for uh, the (laughs) kind of ridiculous time that we had in your city. Thanks, y'all, for coming out. Chicago, you guys are up next this weekend. So can't wait to go to Harold's Chicken. Ooh. And get a deep dish pizza. I have forgot all about, I have forgotten all about that chicken. You know what? Yes. So this Saturday, Chicago, we will see you guys there. I think there are still some tickets at thereadlive.com. But yes, excited to come back out. It's been a while. So Kifiri, any other news from you this week? Yes, you can go to Trilloween.com and get tickets to Trilloween 5. If you're interested in coming to my Halloween (laughs) party in New York or in D.C., they will be taking place October 27th and October 28th respectively. Yes, I believe that's right. I'm pretty sure. And so if you want to come out, it's going to be a wang dang doodle. And um, mm-hmm. I think that's just about it for me in terms of announcements today. Okay. Ooh. Oh, shout out to uh, Asante for hosting the pop-up shop. Oh, yes. In Atlanta. Um, Thank you to everybody who came by. I had a good time meeting y'all at the pop-up. That was fun. Uh, I'm very much loving the new breakup with him hat. Hopefully, we'll find a way to get those of you who can get out to um, pop-up shop or whatever, grab merch at an event. Maybe we'll do another online pop-up shop at a later date so you can grab some of the stuff if you're not in the area. Because I know a lot of y'all have been talking about that. So, I'll work with management to figure that out. Also, I wanted to ask, I think you may have had this a bit of this conversation about having people fill in for us when we're not. Oh, yeah. So, So, just because. Let's talk about that. Uh, for the past few years, we, if one of us was like sick or for whatever reason, just absolutely could not make it to the studio and we just couldn't tape, we wouldn't until we both could make it to the studio. But we revisited a conversation about possibly having, uh, one of our friends or a special guest of some kind fill in for one of us. Or maybe even both of us sometimes. Well, no, no, no. definitely that would not. Be a totally that would be a completely show. different show. Right? <laughs> oh well, definitely. Like if she's sick, if I'm sick, or if one of us cannot come, uh, 
maybe like have a Sante or have a Dustin or somebody fill in for us. Yeah, um, one of the friends. Rather than the show coming out late or not coming out that week or whatever. Typically, I guess before we just figured people just wanted to hear the both of us. <laughs> right. I mean, we just kind of done the same thing for the entire time we've done this show. And we're just so. comfortable with that. Yeah. But if you guys are okay with like just let us know how you feel about it and Yes. If it comes to that in the future, then we can toy with the idea. Yeah. So let us know on the episode postings on uh, Twitter and Facebook your opinions on that. And we'll see. Maybe because, you know, it's probably not always the best for us to be dragging our asses up here when we are like actually suffering dying. from actual like real life illnesses. <laughs> like, bitch, you went to urgent care before the show. <laughs> yeah, I ended up going twice. So it was just. But anyway, the point is that let us know how you feel. And I think that wraps it up this week. Do we have an acronym? Uh, my acronym this week is B. No, it's going to be keep, keep, K. Yes, keep. T. S. O. Y. F. Keep. Trump's. It's not Trump. But I could understand why every time it's a T you would think it would yeah. be. Yeah. Okay. I don't know. It Keep. Keep. It's keep okay. <laughs> the shackles on your feet. Uh, I hate you. <laughs> don't you ever dance, walk, don't do no skip, nothing. I don't want to hear nothing else ever from you ever again, Tina. Woo. Gross. All right, guys. We will see you next week. Life is a highway, and on it there will be many chicken sandwiches. But there's only one crispy. so go ahead and hit the turn signal if you know about this juicy gem of a detour. It's that time of the year. Your vacation is coming up. You can already hear the beach waves, feel the warm breeze, relax, and think about work. You really, really want it all to work out while you're away. Monday.com gives you and the team that peace of mind. When all work is on one platform and everyone's in sync, things just flow. Wherever you are, tap the banner to go to Monday.com.